Okay, brand new without any rehearsal and no previous recording experience whatsoever. This is Zealot the Podcast or the Pod Cult because it's about cults. Right. And that person that just said right is Eddie Sharp, who I'm talking to in this episode about some cults. And he, if you haven't heard him on FBI on Sunday mornings in particular, his show Versus, which is an epic Topic battle? Very divisive show. I think we just got someone texting to cancel their subscription. I'm not focusing on it. I think that's because we spent too long talking about cults. But yeah, <laughs> please forget that. Please focus on actual cults now. But anyway, yes. get on his show um, with your ears. <sighs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to this, which is not my house. Okay. If you're noticing a vast improvement in sound quality, it's because this isn't my house. Um, what what kind of cult or cult-like theory are we talking about? We're talking about hollow earth theory, which is... Uh, I'm not aware of the cult side of it. I'm more aware of just, like, the theory. And it's it sort of cropped up again and again since a long, long time ago. <laughs> and uh, it, Thank you for all your research. That's okay. It was, like, big in the 1700s, which you've told me, and then also big... Uh, during World War Two, and then it's like cropped up again in the 70s and 80s. And it's this idea that at the North Pole, there is an entrance to the middle of the earth, which is completely hollow. And inside there is a heaven-like place that is full of aliens and Nazis and dinosaurs. That sounds so boring. <laughs> um, the, I We've also had a bit of, this is unusual in that I focused really tightly on one particular cult that mm. was, um, that believed in hollow earth theory. Um, but I, you know, all a lot of stuff about the more recent things. Um, yeah. Get on, I think on the Facebook page, I'm going to have to put some of the links to some of the hollow earth conspiracy videos that I've watched over the last 24 hours that are on YouTube because they're terrible. Of course they are. They're YouTube conspiracy theory videos. And the, do they do that thing where they put their voice in text edit and then get the robot to talk it through? Yes, why do they do that? Is are they paranoid that people are going to recognize I think that's what it is. I don't think they I don't think they want the um Illuminati to be able to pinpoint their voice. See, I disagree. I think that bad video production is like a fingerprint. Right. I think it's recognizable. But it's such I mean it's like a snowflake in a way because they're all slightly different but they're indistinguishable. So in a way they they're good. They're hiding amongst their own idiocy. I want I want a t-shirt for each episode of this podcast, but I just think that bad video production skills is like a snowflake is a little bit too long. For it a T-shirt, especially in children's sizes. It's also, gonna... online Snowflake has different connotations. You're going to yeah, get a whole right-wing backlash support thing. Yeah. So, hollow earth theory. <sighs> my, my guy, my hollow earth guy, um, although it started, there's been a lot of different people at different stages that have believed in hollow earth, as we sort of mentioned. But apparently, Halley, as from Halley's Comet fame, mm. believed in a hollow earth. Um, but the main guy I'm talking about is Cyrus Teed. Yes. And his middle name was Reed. Cyrus Reed Teed. Funky. He Totally. I mean, you know, if he wasn't an eclectic practitioner as he was, mm-hmm. which is a certain kind of doctor, he could have uh, made his name in hip-hop. It sounds like kind of like an 80s... Um, 
early hip hop. Like he would seventeen eighties to be exact. No, eighteen uh, eighties. If he was God a if he was a rapper, I feel like he would use the phrase "I'm here to say" a lot. Like I'm <laughs> yeah. Cyrus Reed Teed and I'm here to say blah 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 blah. Ah, the <laughs> earth couldn't be hollower. Be one of my followers. All you had to do was rhyme with say. <laughs> <laughs> that was your only job. <laughs> or teed. All right. Um, no, because then I just want to say peed. Um, but, oh, where's my information? Okay. He, so this is one of the problems with this cult. I'm really used to studying cults by watching um, bad, shaky um, camcorder videos of it. But because this was the 1800s, yeah. um, there's none of that. And also there's maths in it. Also, because it is such an old theory, and I've looked at it on YouTube as well, you don't get so much the shaky cam, but you get a lot of, like, old prints with the Ken Burns effect. It's a real kind of... What's the Ken Burns effect? You know, like, in those Civil War documentaries where they're like, Martha, it has been an age since I have seen your fair brow. And they have these, like, slow pans across old photos. So you get... That's called the Ken Burns effect. So you get a lot of pans. Right. But not a lot of shaky cam. Right. It's disappointing is what it is because I really got used to um, the, especially the cult leaders being completely narcissistic. But Cyrus Reed Teed wasn't. It's also shocking that there's no footage of anyone entering the hollow earth. It's almost as if well, it doesn't that's exist. That's because there's been a carver up. Okay. Okay. That's good. I've got a lot to learn. Yep. Tell me your stupid name. Tell me your stupid name. And the stupid name of my particular cult is Koreshanity. Cool. Because Cyrus, this is the deal. He was a an eclectic doctor, which means he was into herbology and and alchemy. Cool. And he was doing this big experiment in his alchemy room. That and it sounds in, right. Yeah, and it involved a lot of electricity. And he got an electric shock and passed out. Coincidentally, that was the time that this godmother earth thing decided to visit him. It was just a coincidence that it was when he just had an electric shock and passed out. Okay, so it sort of visited him in a vision? How did it visit him? Yeah, and in a vision and told him that the, um, well, about the nature of the universe and everything and that the earth was hollow and we lived inside a ball. Um, And that's when he changed his name to Koresh. So, because it's the Hebrew version of Cyrus. Right. Um, But I just think that it seems to be a common thread in cults, the Koresh thing. He's just like my brother who went to France for a year and came back and made us all, his name's Christopher, and he made us all call him Christoph. So it's like, he's like, oh, I'm, uh, I'm, 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 what what language is it? French. (laughs) No. Oh, this, Hebrew. He's like, oh, I'm Hebrew now. Call me Koresh. It's pretentious. (laughs) Completely. Thank you. And that's like, you know, David Koresh, it's like, oh, I'm so original. I'm getting, you know, burned down by by federal agents. Not yeah. original. Someone that's already good. did it. He had a terrible time. Kick him while he's down. <laughs> <laughs> As someone who's very into cults, the more I hear about David Koresh, oh, actually, I think there was some sex stuff. No, there wasn't. Koresh was okay, but let's stay focused on Hollow Earth. I'm sorry. So Koresh, sorry. So... The divine motherhood, which was this being that came to him in his electric dreams. Mm-hmm. I like that. I just did that. I um, uh, told him that the earth was hollow. And this was, I want, 
I want to talk to you about the different kinds of theories of Hollow Earth because his was everyone kept questioning Cyrus Reed Teed. Um, and so he'd have to make his theory of a Hollow Earth more and more complex to yeah. answer people's questions. It's like, how do you account for the different magnetic frequencies near the poles? And he'd have to come up with it. And this is where I was reading about a lot of maths and I was... So he'd created a, like a web of lies that was ensnaring him. I know, completely lies. like, unlike any other religion... <laughs> Can you, you need to intersperse my incredibly boring yet fascinating maths and Cyrus stuff. I can do it. With some spooky stuff from your research. Okay. Well, my research is much more scattershot. I know that the original idea for a hollow earth was plausible. And I think it might have been Galileo or someone mm. like, was it Galileo? I think, I think you touched on it, yeah. It was some... He was, he was just a really curious guy. It was some guy who long, long times ago... 1400s? I'll just say that. Why sure. not? We're not a factual podcast. Oh, thank God. Okay, so some legit, <laughs> legit dude noticed um, gravity and the fact that the earth spins and the sun spins around the earth and, and just sort of like... Apparently, like inverted commas. Yeah. Apparently. Don't get me started. Mm. So he was like, how would this make sense? And then he came up with an idea that started Hollow Earth, which was that the earth was kind of like seven balls all rolling around in different angles. Like a box of Maltesers. Yeah, as a way to make sense of like the way when you're at the equator, your compass goes nuts. Yeah. And it's actually when you're ready, you're like, oh, that makes some sense. And so that started Hollow Earth Theory. And then my favourite guy is this guy, John Cleve Symes. And he actually, uh, he wrote he wrote this sort of call to arms about going into the Hollow Earth. And it goes like this. It was written in... Uh, the 10th of April, 1818, he was from St. Louis. This is a pamphlet that got passed around and it ended up leading to him actually having a meeting with the president at the time. But this is So this was how... And he would give talks and he had this globe that had a hole in it. It was like a kind of uh, travelling circus TED talk. Back in the times when presidents would just believe anything. Yes. Mm. So he it, it went like this. To all the world... I declare the earth is hollow and habitable within, containing a number of solid concentric spheres, one within the other, and that it is open at the poles 12 or 16 degrees. I pledge my life in support of this truth and am ready to explore the hollow, if the world will support and aid me in this undertaking. And then he goes on to say, I ask 100 brave companions, well-equipped, to start from Siberia in the fall season. With reindeer and sleighs, on the ice of the frozen sea, I engage, we find warm and rich lands stocked with thrifty vegetables and animals, if not men. On reaching one degree northward of latitude 62, we will return in the succeeding spring. Okay, I have three points. Go on. One... That's he got quite dramatic pledging his life. That's mm-hmm. really, I mean, it's it seems confident, but also you've got to leave some room for error. I know. The second one, I had a giggle because well equipped. Oh my god! I know. <laughs> um, and the third thing, does Symes think he's Santa? Yeah, I think mm. he's. Well, maybe he never came back, and maybe that's who Santa is. <gasps> Solved. This is the shortest episode of the podcast ever. But he uh, he actually got uh, John Quincy Adams, who was quite a kind of left-wing, new age, doofus president. Ugh, a little bit Jimmy Carter. Guys. And so he got uh, funding 
and support from John Quincy Adams to go on his expedition. But it was... Can- to find a, go find a hole, son. Yeah, go find a hole. And I think it was... Oh, no, this is what happened. So he was all ready to go. And then uh, Andrew Jackson became mm. president and he... Fam- oh, cut him off. Well, he was famously the opposite. He was like the... Like Trump loves him. He's mm, his mm. favourite guy. Um, terrible guy. Uh, killed a lot of Native Americans. Really worst president of all time. Hey, everyone, and- you shouldn't do that. And he, this is funny, because John Quincy Adams was like, "Uh, the earth is hollow, I'm the president. And then uh, Andrew Jackson came in and said, let's cut this out, guys, because the earth isn't hollow, it's flat. Which is what what he believed. God says himself, there's four corners. Does he? Well, no, I I think there's a reference in the Bible to four corners, which feeds a lot of the flat earth stuff, and it's like, well, it's a square. Um. So but, that's who I know about. He was just sort of like a P.T. Barnum uh, huckster raising funds to go into the hollow earth. And then some guy wrote a piece of science fiction that um, some think Symes may have wrote, written himself and just mm. pretended someone else wrote it. And it's this very weird, long... Well, not long. It's kind of like a novella. I've read it. Yeah. Uh, and it's about this expedition into the hollow earth where they meet these kind of... Essentially, the the kind of stereotypical idea of aliens. Mm. Like, they're kind of, like, very pale, tall, um, drapey people, like, covered in drapes, <laughs> and they live in this place in the hollow earth and it's covered in pearls. Like, everything's got pearls There's on it. always... Because my guy thought that the outer layer of the earth, the one that that's right under our feet, yeah. like, is gold. So the, you go a mil- 17 layers and then gold. So Right. And there's a void beyond that. Yeah. But apparently it's come, a, a lot of the um, uh, hollower things, one excuse that Reed Teed had, um, <laughs> oh, mate, uh, was that, look, God wouldn't have made this universe. Like, you know, fuck Copernicus. He's yeah. wrong. God wouldn't do that to us. He wouldn't make a universe that's beyond our comprehension. He loves us too much. Okay. He would make it really easy for us to understand so we're inside and the sun is a battery right oh so his theory was that we are already in the hollow earth yeah oh yes i don't know this guy very well yeah and the sun is it is an orb in the middle but it's like a battery and it's light on one side and dark on the other but little bits of light get get through so they're the stars and it's sort of orangey pink in the division between the light and the dark side, and that explains sunrise and sunset. I'm so confused. We're inside. So the sky... The sky is an, is an orb closer to... at the centre of the orb. And then what's in that orb? Energy. And then what's outside the... Hol- Nothing. Holy moly. Yeah. Well, it's a very insular... Uh, that's the thing. It's of the galaxy. It's it's human centric. I like it. Yeah. It's cozy. It's like Earth's given us a big hug, and there's no escape. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. We're inside a peanut M M&M. and M. That's crazy. Yeah, but we're the chocolate. The other thing I like about to get away from Symesy was um, oh, the- they also called his holes Symes holes. Oh, did they? Yep. Imagine that being your legacy. <laughs> Imagine that. You do all this research and then it's just your name with yeah. the word holes after it that people remember. Yeah. You're considering it. No, I was just trying to I was trying to think with I mean it would be something. Sharps holes. <laughs> Sharps holes. <laughs> um 
the other thing I love that is a little bit away from Symes was that um, the Nazis, who mm. were, I'm going to say it as controversial opinion, bunch of kooks. Think, they, yeah, I think they were fine. Not balls. They, as well as their terrible, um, everything genocide. They also, mm. oh, and I mean, God, they weren't great. Great uniforms though. Dre- I was about to say dress sense. They looked great. Mm. Um, they had this. They were interested in the Hollow Earth theory, and they had an outpost uh, in Antarctica, which was keeping an eye on, like, photographing how the sun was setting, trying to find the dip oh. where the Hollow Earth begins. Do you think and so the Nazis I- love a hideout, don't they? Or the idea of somewhere to hide? Well, because when you read this novella that was published in the 1800s that Symsey was all about. Once you get into the... This is the sad thing about Hollow Earth <laughs> is like... So you go in there, you've got your reindeer and your dudes yeah. and your huskies and, and your And everyone's well-equipped. And... and you get in there and it gets warmer and it's lovely and everything's covered in pearls. And these guys, these super intelligent beings that live in the middle of the Earth... Are it like, sounds like somewhere de- like designed by Prince. This, well, mm. Prince would not be welcome there because me, <laughs> hear me out. <laughs> they're so pale, they're translucent. And they kind of class people based on um, their skin tone. And so it really is like, because they're like, oh, the longer you spend in the sun, the more ignorant you are. And like one of the one of the people in their party in this factual account is like t- tanned. And so they respect him the least. And so it's a real honor to be very white in the hollow earth. And so I can understand why the Nazis want to get in there. And who knows? Maybe they found it. That maybe, because <sighs> underground bunker might just be code for big hole in the North Pole. Yeah, <gasps> I keep rapping. It's amazing. Um, my dude Cyrus Reed Tate. He did start, so he was devoutly Christian, and that's the whole bit about God. Obviously, it's a hollow earth because God wouldn't make this massive universe. He'd make a small one that we live inside. Gotcha. It's obvious. Um, and he. He managed to get quite a few followers, and at the peak there was 250 um, followers. And so they, and he thought, let's go to Florida. Take me to your compound. And start a compound. It's, and it was a commune, and it was gorgeous. If you want a bunch of cuckoo dookoos, Florida's a great place <laughs> to start. Who doesn't want a bunch of cuckoo dookoos? It just seems to be full of nutbags, that place. Yeah, and this was before it had all the condos and stuff, so it was gotcha. swamp and crocodiles and that sort of thing. But they made this just... Oh, it was uh, New Jerusalem, and that was his... A lot of cults really like the idea of New Jerusalem, and they're making this utopia on Earth yeah. for everyone to come to, and they block out other people. But he was quite, he was quite a good cult leader and it was um, everyone did this work around the gardens and they got all these exotic plants because they wanted to represent the breadth of God's work right they brought the first symphony orchestra to Florida so there was there was a house of learning and there was a house called the planetary console or something um, <laughs> and it was ruled like governed by a council of women so it was Super progressive, right? Was he sleeping with those women? He wasn't. Oh my god! I know, I know. What a waste. Sex. But that is very unculty. It's really unculty to have a compound when no one's getting any. That's the whole point. But he's 
So the beliefs that he had, and I've got a problem with two of them. <laughs> Just two. <laughs> yeah. Just two. The rest, I mean, except that it's all finished. They're not around anymore. They believed in reincarnation. That's cool. And immortality. Oh, that's a, yeah, there's a... There's a conflict. That's a problem. Why do you need one if that, you have the other? Yeah, they cancel each other out, man. And celibacy. Uh-huh. So there's... So he was cel- everyone was celibate. The there were like four levels. So very at the very very top, no one's having any sex. Oh. And I think one of the two lower levels only with your spouse. You know, great. Yeah, um, I could have done that at home. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have to come in with tropical plants and <laughs> symphony orchestras. Mosquitoes. Yeah, God, crocodiles. No, alligators. Gators. 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 Um. They believed in collectivism, so it was like the the commune and alchemy, and also in Teed's leadership because he thought he was the Messiah. Oh, there we go. But he was seventh in a long line of messiahs, so Jesus was the sixth one. Okay. I don't know who the previous five were, and. He was the seventh one. Right. So he got a little bit kooky, but um, basically it was just let's live in a nice place, let's all share the work. They had this generator, so they were they had electrical power before most of Florida. This guy sounds good. But yeah. But, so Funky MC Reed T, did he have a wife? No, I want to say no. I have a feeling he doesn't because I feel like <laughs> often with these cults, you'll find that it's like an elaborate way for the cult leader to not have to do something. Maybe he hated yeah. sex and thought it was yuck. Maybe. And if he did have a wife, she wasn't getting none. Yeah, he's like, no one's having sex. Yeah. Uh, I live forever, so no worries about it. And if, if you're going to live forever, back... at least let them have sex. <clears throat> but when he... And then... No, actually, let's... I want to, I want more from you, and then I'm going to talk about when Reed T died because it's amazing. I feel like I've, and I hate to say this, but I feel like I've emptied my um my cult bag <laughs> all over this podcast. <laughs> I know you love a dirty wordplay. Well, that I, took a while. Sorry. Um. Yeah. I mean, I know that the Nazis were trying to get there. I know that it's full of racist aliens, and there are theories of dinosaurs a lot of the illustrations of the hollow earth theory have you seen the film elysium no well if you are listening to this and you have seen the film elysium <laughs> that's what i'm talking about it sort of looks it, it it just looks like um you're in you're in an attire tube and everything's all folded around oh, right, 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 right. i think well, i've seen some stills yes it's very interesting but yeah basically all i know is that this simesy guy had a great traveling show and everyone was into it and then he got funding by the president and the other president said no way earth is flat and nazis love it and there was a big thing in the 80s which i i think it kind of runs parallel to like um survivalists and that kind of like appalachian american like we're gonna hide you can't find us we've got guns where this there was like a famous radio show and this guy called up and said he was like canoeing with his nephew and he found it and he hung out there for a while but again this isn't going to shock you joe he was a little bit all over the place like it was hard to get a core point 
because he seems, and I'm sure he's not because he's been All a of the people Earth. I know who do canoeing are just really together. And also guys who come back from Hollow Earth to say it was great. Yeah. But basically it is, the Nazis thought you could see it in photos because there's a certain dip mm. around the um, around the equator. But they... The poles, you mean. The poles, mm. sorry. The, they were found as well. The, the Nazis hated poles. <laughs> Congratulations! That's a <laughs> thanks for listening to the podcast. We did it. Um, I, uh, I I'm remembering now when they found some of these Nazis frozen to death at that base camp, and they were very ill-equipped. I think they just had cans of spam and mm. you know like some warm jackets. It was a little bit of a fringe Nazi uh, pursuit. And that- they're the best. Con- like you know, good on the actual Nazis <laughs> for doing their thing, even though it was horrible yeah don't say good on the nuts no 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 i don't know <laughs> didn't but you know but like the same way you'd say to an idiot oh good on you oh okay Come on. cool Come sarcastic on. yeah um but i think the people that really took nazism and ran with it are fringe people mm. and that's where oh no i mean but they were official nazis oh. like they they were part of the they were funded but just not very well <laughs> i Listen, you know, and that is, those are all the things I know about the hollow earth. Is is that bad? Should I know more? No, but you can, you can, can you riff with me while I go on? <laughs> no, I know. I'm just letting you know. I'm great at riffing, mate. I was just letting you know. That's kind of all I know. But I mean, it was sanctioned by the president, which is no mean feat. Absolutely. And, but I think that that would probably be, you know, on the graph of having that sort of shit sanctioned by a president. Yeah. Where on the other side of the inverted bell curve now like i think that the oh, yeah. likelihood of of current president endorsing that sort of thing yeah yeah i think as long as you as soon as he started talking about the maths he'd be like oh also, yep let's do it also it's uh it's everything's covered in pearls and gold so trump would be yes it's maybe it. <gasps> maybe yeah. it's through trump tower it does that's yeah. a definite theory but they did this experiment so um Reed Teed and his offsider, who was way better at science, like never got, never electrocuted himself. Did he have a rhyming name though? He didn't. It was, um, oh, what's his first name though? His sur- oh, Ulysses Grant Morrow. Beautiful name. Yep, beautiful. Much stronger. Totally. I'd follow him into a fire. <laughs> you wouldn't, you only had to follow him to the beach. Because oh. he came up with this um, way of measuring whether the earth was concave or convex and miraculously just like so many of the people that test independently test their own theories yeah he proved that it was concave (laughs) concave i can't i can't talk about that without hand gestures yeah yeah anyway that they were inside right and he built, I think it was called a rectilinear thing. And that Let, sounds dirty as well. It so does. Let me find the thing. While she's looking for that, if you mm, want mm. to give yourself a rectilinear home <laughs> exam, just use the big digit on your right hand. It was, oh, a rectilineator. Prostate cancer kills. What were you saying when I was, I wasn't paying any attention. A <laughs> rectilineator. Was- Disgusting. So they went to Naples Beach in Florida, which is a fairly long stretch of beach, and he Morrow had come up with these these sort of wooden rectangles that were completely he claimed were absolutely perfectly parallel when put together. So they would, if you put these end to end, and he had twelve, and then he'd take the one at 
the back end and move it to the front along the whole length uh-huh. of the beach. And they fit together so perfectly, he claimed, that it would be a perfectly straight line and you could adjust how high or low the feet of these were right. to stand on the beach. So it's basically the line of these rectangles would keep going in a straight line and he measured that the distance from the straight line to the earth kept getting smaller, therefore the earth was curving upwards or the water line and the water line as well, so yeah. it was at the beach. Which is That's called a bunyip level, by the way. Shush. It's listen, I only know it as an Australian bush invention. My um <laughs> my cousin is an esoteric farmer and last Who isn't? This Easter I thought I was going down for a lovely holiday. He just had me with a fucking bunyip level working out the best way that the rain fell on the rocks. See, this is part of my point of this is it sounds like it might be interesting. Yes. And then it's just (laughs) not. It's just numbers. I got so bogged down into this and I thought, nope, I'm just going to... They had an experiment that proved themselves, but... This latter-day Steve Irwin's going around Florida with a bunyip level, which you can make prove anything. So he's just saying that the earth gets further away from his bunyip level? Something like that. Or closer to, so it was curving upwards. Well, you just... I but it was made of right seasoned now. mahogany. Oh, well, I'm in again. Yeah, I know. I, didn't, I, didn't I know. Was made of That's the thing. I thought, I'm not going to concentrate on the numbers. I'm going to concentrate on words like seasoned mahogany, and it yeah. just came to life. Well, like, as Symes, Symes had a beautiful globe, and that will convince anyone of anything. It was the original PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> Something beautifully made of wood. You know? How could they be wrong? Totally. And these yeah. had um, the. There were lots of. Um, etchings and stuff so Reed Teed really preferred pictures and they're in this commune where everyone was living in this beautiful utopia only for 15 years though but it was very successful for yeah. that for that time their slogan was we live inside which was partly we live inside this commune it's short, but also we live inside the earth yeah. and after all that boring maths and stuff I just want to talk about Cyrus Reed Teed's death because it was awesome. Wow. He, it wasn't that awesome how he died. He was <laughs> like, in 1904, he was attacked for his belief physically, like he got in a fight yeah. and he sustained some injuries that he never really recovered from. So four years later, he just sort of died. And because the whole cult believed in um, reincarnation, they just popped him in the bathtub and waited because uh-huh. <laughs> he, he died on December the 22nd and they thought, oh, probably Christmas Day because he's the new the yeah. seventh Messiah. So he's, He stitched himself up there. Totally. <laughs> but after four days, local authorities just went, you have to bury him. Because it like, stinks, this right? Is, it was health. And they were like, this is bad. He's not going to come back to life. So, I mean, the cult really declined after that because they were like, oh, if that wasn't true, then maybe we're not. You know, on the inside of the earth. Oh, that's always sad when they disband. But they have, and there's a bit more as well, but they have um, the last, the name of the last surviving um, Koreshanity person. Her first name was Hedwig, which is <laughs> just oh, so good. Um, but she bequeathed this uh, their commune grounds to the state of Florida. So you can now go there and have a look at the generator oh, really? and the garden. So it's all been maintained oh, and it's awesome. awesome. But... Um, but it did decline quite sharply in 1908 when he died. But there was a cyclone, monsoon, hurricane, 
and it washed away oh <laughs> the Kareshanity um graveyards because they believed in reincarnation they were really ba- like they didn't bother yeah. decorating them much and it was like there they were hardly put any them in headstones a potato sack and yeah, them in a hole pretty much um because they thought why bother yeah. it's like you know educating no that oh, there's no good way of finishing that <laughs> um and so during a hurricane thing, yeah. whatever they have in Florida, um, uh, Cyrus's Cyrus Reed Teed's grave was washed out to sea. His coffin was washed out to sea. He was kind of right. He rose again. That's right. Yeah. So no one, you can't say with confidence that he's still dead. Oh wow. Yep. He had a he had a sea burial. Or he's out there surfing the waves. Oh, on his own coffin. Or maybe the on turtles and the dolphins know about the hollow earth. On a surfboard made from seasoned mahogany. I, th- I think this is... I'm starting to come around to it. I've just found out... I was talking about that book. Yeah. Uh, it's called Simsonia. <gasps> yeah, it is. It is. And it's... Um, this was the book that was very racist, but also uh, really helped... Um, hollow earth theory and he found it so it is strange that the place he found sounds a lot like his last name uh signs um but yeah there is um there's the book online you can look it up it's in sacredtext.com uh and it is bananas it's got so many chapters i'll just i'll just see if there's anything worth worth it from the beginning well there's also a um I think more contemporary Hollow Earth people call the world inside Agatha. Uh huh. And I was reading the comments on a YouTube video, That's conspiracy a good idea. video, which was amazing. Yeah. And one of the people said that his grandma- grandfather on his deathbed admitted, like his last paragraph was about how he'd been to Agatha <laughs> and um, that he was one of the 12 people in the whole world that had been there and he wanted to pass on on his deathbed, that it was true, it was real. Yeah. And he said, at the time, because my grandfather's wife's name was Agatha, at the time we just thought he was talking gibberish <laughs> and it was about her, but now I realise, now that I've seen this video, I know that he meant Agatha, the inside world. Wow. I'm going to go with he was just talking about his wife and he was I mean, you'd hope, what about Agatha? If they were like, oh, you should have been there in his last moments, he was saying your name and he was missing you and he wished he could be with you. And they're like, ah, nah, mate. (laughs) He was talking about the hollow earth. Sorry, buddy. You weren't on his mind. And she was like, oh, I knew, you know, I can't compete with an inner world full of dinosaurs. Who can? I mean, it's like when me and my girlfriend went to a holiday house together and I found that they had Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. It's exactly like that. I completely ignored her for two weeks. Yeah. I, that was my hollow earth. And um, sure, it was a And relief. she's forgiven me, but uh, it was a terrible holiday for her. But I finished the game. That's great. I'm so <laughs> glad that we've included that. Um, I'm just going through to see if there's any... Oh, he called it... The idea of Hollow Earth, this is... At the end of these episodes, I just sort of go, what are the facts that I've skipped? Okay. Uh, Cyrus called his Hollow Earth theory cellular cosmogony. Mm. And it's because he needed... It was a nice analogy. It's like, think of the world like a cell. So it's got a nucleus, which is the, you know, the inner sun and then the other stuff. That's not a great fact, but it's, you know... That's good. Um, Oh, 
And I'll punch in with another random fact. Go on. They had a printing press in the commune. and How so big was this commune? It, well, there were 250 people, but they're all working for the common good, so everyone's working all the time. But it was like, was it like a mansion or like a manor house? Or? Yeah. There was, well, there was a main house and other houses, but the main so cool. one was the, you know, the planetary thing that I referred to and didn't finish before. Planetary court. Planetary what? court. That's, it was called the planetary court, the main plantation, and you can still go and visit it. But... Um, the printing, the printing place, and it had like a, a school and a and everything. The newspaper that they put out was called um, the Flaming Sword. You know, it's a little bit religious, uh, a little bit gaudy, but it just makes me think of World of Warcraft. Yeah, you can't go and visit the printing press because it burned down. Oh. I think maybe if they'd called it the Not Flaming Sword, it would still be standing Right, today. you think they were thumbing their nose at God. They were playing um, They were playing with fire. They were... Yeah? They got... <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the... I found the thing about the third, the third level of... The three oh, levels of membership, which is good, because um, they had these amazing names. Okay, the outer level, or the... So the furthest from the main ruling thing... Um, uh, they were just the non-believers who were willing to work for the unity because it was called the Koreshian Unity, right. this commune. And that group were called the Patrons of Equation, <laughs> which is like, it sounds really meaningful, but I don't think it is. And they and allowed for marriage and participation in the secular aspects. The middle group, the Department of Equitable Administration, yeah. allowed for marriage, but sexual relationships are only to be for the purpose of reproduction. So, you know, typically body. But the inner core, called the preeminent u- unity. Fuck beasts? Uh, no, celibate. No. Celibate. Didn't allow marriage or celibacy. So that answers the was Reed Teed doing the deed. I think he was I think he was afraid of genitals and I think this whole thing is a ruse to keep genitals away from him. Uh, then I then I think a hollow earth theory is a really elaborate way yeah. of doing that. I suppose it kept people busy with the maths. I mean people do all kinds of stuff, you know. <laughs> they do. <laughs> You've just they just you that's, know like Okay, that's the T shirt. <laughs> People I mean, do all kinds of stuff. If someone really doesn't want to do something, they'll, de- you know, people say that, you know, bridges and huge skyscrapers have been built for love. I think it's all avoidance. Maybe he was on a date and the girl <laughs> said, what if we take this to the bedroom? And he said, what if the earth is hollow and we live inside? Can I tell you, this is from the ancient texts in Zonia, and this is a description of entering <laughs> the hole. Yeah. The mild, oblique rays of the morning sun glided to our view. Gently rolling hills. And to be fair, they've just come from the icy, icy Arctic. Yep. So this is quite shocking. Gently rolling hills within an easy sloping shore, covered with verdure, checkered with groves of trees and shrubbery, studded with numerous white buildings because they're all made of pearl. Does verdure mean green stuff? I assume so. Yeah, yeah. And animated with groups of men and cattle. All standing in relief. Where's the, the chicks at? I think they're probably inside. Yeah. Uh, near the foot of a lofty mountain, which in the distant distance reared its majestic head above the clouds, offered to mariners long confined to a wide waste of water the highest reward for their enterprise and perseverance, the heartfelt satisfaction that it was to their courage and skill that their fellow citizens would be indebted for the contemplation of so much loveliness. 
Here, there was nothing wanting to a perfect landscape. Except, chicks, there's no women there. We've been written out of even the made-up bits of history. You don't want to be in there, mate. It's just full of tall, pale racists. It's a hole. We, like... It sounds nice, but it is full of racists. And they do... I think one of their camp gets banished for being too dark. <laughs> so, like, yeah. I, I mean, it's an unusual cult. Well, in some ways it's not unusual because there is a core of... Uh, discrimination and prejudice at its beating heart. It's got a charismatic leader, but no fucking sex. I know. And I think Cyrus's one, which was the opposite because it seemed to take all... Com- well, I think they were all white. Yeah. But really emphasised um, the governance of women and that sort of thing. Um, but again, no sex. And most of them were women. Like, I think 70% of the cult members yeah. of um, Christianity were women. This is actually... You've touched on something that I think... You, this might come up a lot in your podcast. I'm, I'm pretty nuts about cults myself, and just going through it in my head, it's a lot of white people. It's a lot of white people. That's why Jim Jones was special because, um, right, people, the People's Temple was really. It was almost based on um, black. It had, it had a southern preacher kind of vibe to it, right? Yeah, and it was more than I think more than fifty percent black followers. See, I was just I was just starting to to uh, cook a theory. But you're mostly right. Yeah, and they're that, mostly male and mostly right. Because I see a lot of white women in these in these cults. That's because cults. See, I'm generating theories as well. The more yeah. you go into it, cults are often formed because they're a way for nerds to have sex. Right. So they attract, they do whatever they can to attract the young ladies. Ah. Mm. Sort of like high school drama. (laughs) That's why I I did it. Yeah. It's a great way to meet women. Is this about you? And men. Yeah. Um, Everything's about me, Jo. Well, I think at the point where we start talking about ourselves, which really it's, only ever a second away. Um, we might wrap up the whole Hollow Earth thing, but okay. I'm, I don't think I'm finished with it mentally. <laughs> uh, I think there's a lot more electronic-voiced YouTube videos I can watch. Do you feel tarnished, like you could never scrub yourself clean? Well, yeah, but that's oh, completely that's... separate to this. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. So I think thank you very, very much for uh, being part of this. Thanks for having and me. And for talking. And for, I didn't know about the Hollow Earth stuff until you suggested it. Yes. So thank you for that. Bonkers. And I think in closing, all I really want to say is, everyone, see the world from the inside. Join a cult. And, um, you know, cults are dangerous, so as a disclaimer, um, I mean, some of them are good. Do what you want. You've been listening to Zealot, produced by me, Joe Thornley. Let's not kill ourselves. My co-host for this episode was Eddie Sharp. He can grow whiskers in everything. Further reading, including very terrible YouTube videos, can be found on the Zealot Facebook page. The music is by the Everglades, who is twirling, twirling, forever twirling. 